life distractions. That may be the biggest villain when it comes to me and my business and where I see myself going versus where I am now. Um, a lot of people don't realize like <clears throat> all that it takes to run a successful business. And especially when you hands on, like some people, you know, they have the luxury of opening up a business, stepping away from it, everything's set up, like you good to go. You can make money while you sleep. But me, on the other hand, I work. I work hard for every dollar I earn. Like, I literally wake up in the morning at 5 o'clock, sometimes 4 o'clock, every morning. Get ready for work. I go to work. I, You know what I'm saying? I make sure that everything is set up for the day. That means, like, I'm very big on keeping a clean and sanitized environment. So, after leaving, you know, at 6, 6.30 at night, cleaning the sanitizer, and I go right back in the morning at 6 o'clock before my first kid gets there so I can sweep the, you know, sweep whatever dust fell over the night, mop up everything again so the kid's not running around, walking around on dirty floors, prepping for, you know, for the rest of the day, making sure all the meals and the snacks are ready. And, you know, <clears throat> when my first kid gets there, I, I'm there. You know, I don't have an assistant or a lead teacher there to greet my first kid or my first family. Like, I'm hands-on in my business. I do the lesson plans. I do, uh, you know, the plan the menus. I plan the activities. If we have a party, I plan the party. You know, yeah, my assistants help, but at the same time, it's a lot on one person. So my goal now is to be able to structure my business so that it runs efficiently by itself. For instance, Pepsi. The owner of Pepsi is not handling the daily operations. He's not on the floor, you know, working the machines to put the pop in the cans or in the bottles. He's not sitting there scheduling his employees like he's chilling. He's relaxing. He's probably on a beach with white sand and blue water, you know, and that's where I want to be. Not so much that I'm going to just walk away from my business, but I want to be able to take a break more so to build the other avenues in my business that I know can be successful once I'm able to put the time and energy into it. Um, It's so much you can do with a daycare. It's so much you can do with being in childcare. There's so many things that children need from ages birth to high school, you know, and I have a blueprint in my head that I've had for years and everything is finally starting to come into play. And I know in order to execute it the way that I need to, I have to put myself in a position to where I can oversee and not run. You know, I'm not running to the grocery store and you know, doing all the stuff like, and I don't mind it because I honestly love what I do. But instead of, you know, spending an hour running around to the grocery store, that could be an hour that I could be working on my nonprofit that's connected to the daycare that could help families and, you know, young parents and first time parents. Like, that's my ultimate goal. So, 
right now is really just taking those steps to get there and really locking down on my policies and procedures. And you got to understand, like, I didn't have a mentor in this. I didn't have anybody guiding me through this. Like, I had to figure it out out on my own. And with me having to do that, it did take a little bit more time. It did take a lot more energy. It did take, you know, more research and more me having to experience it firsthand in order to see what I like or what I don't like. Like when I first started my daycare at the house, I copied my policies and procedures from Google. Like I'm sure many of you have done and there's nothing wrong with that. But once you start operating your business, you'll see, for instance, like, oh, you have a late fee for a dollar a minute for each minute that the parent is late. But then you realize like, I'm taking time out of my day because a parent may have been running late due to traffic. A parent may have been inconsiderate to the fact that they didn't care to pick up their kid on time. Whatever the case may be, you realize like this is worth more than a dollar a minute. Like I'm literally working overtime. And when people work jobs for corporations, they pay them for overtime. So why would you short yourself when there's really no difference? You know, and there's certain things like that that you begin to change because you're like, this is like, I'm worth this. You know, if a parent picks up late, I'm worth $3 a minute, $5 a minute, because it helps people respect your business and respect what you do, because what you offer is, is high quality. And when you offer high quality stuff, you have to move in a way that you're respected. That's a whole a whole entirely different topic, like teaching people and showing people how to respect your business. But it's important. It's very important because people will walk all over you. Like people have walked all over me when I first started. Oh my God, I'll never forget. I had one parent. I was open from six to six when I first started, right? And I didn't know that there were restrictions on the amount of time that kids were supposed to be in childcare. I figured a parent could drop them off at 6 a.m. and pick them up at 6 p.m. And when you really think about it, like who needs that much time? Like childcare is for your kid to be in a safe environment while you're away doing work or, you know, handling whatever business you have. It's not a full-time babysitter, you know? So if you're dropping your kid off to me from 6 to 6, that's 12 hours. A regular work day is eight hours, right? You give them an hour to commute there and an hour to commute back. Most people don't even need that much time. So let's say, you know, 10 hours is the average time of where a kid should be in childcare. So I'm doing 12 hours and I had a, a, a father. He dropped his daughter off at six o'clock in the morning. Six o'clock p.m. came and I'm like, okay, he's, she's about to go home, right? 6.10 came. Okay, no call, no nothing. And mind you, this is my first, literally my first six months of being in business. So I didn't know. I was young. I was 24. I didn't know how to, you know, I was scared. Like, oh, I don't want to call this parent to make them mad because I'm asking them to pick up their kid. And it's crazy because that's what I thought at the time. But in reality, I shouldn't have to call a parent to remind them to pick up their kid. Like, that makes absolutely no sense. So 6.15, I gave him to 6.15. I called, no answer. 
okay, so what do I do now? Like, I'm thinking, like, should I? Because in the policy, you're supposed to call the police or, you know, and I'm sorry, no. First, you're supposed to go through the emergency contacts. But the only person on there was his wife. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to call his wife because what if it's just something else? You know, all these thoughts going through my head that were absolutely none of my business. But being at the time with no experience and not showing someone how to respect my rules and my policies, you know, I kind of played around with it. I hesitated. And eventually he, he didn't call. He never called me. He never said, hey, I'm running late. Hey, I'm on my way. He never said any of that. He popped up at 630. You want to know what he said when he showed up at the door at 630? Hey, yeah, I fell asleep. Excuse me? So while I had your kid from 6 o'clock a.m. to 6.30 p.m., 30 minutes past my closing time, you have the audacity to tell me that you fell asleep. You took a nap. Like, I wish I could take a nap. And it was like, I was tired. You know, I had been working all day. Like, just the lack of consideration just really blew me. And those were one of the moments where I realized, okay, I need people to respect my rules and I need to stick by my rules no matter how I feel personally. And it was plenty of other situations, but those are the things that you have to go through when you don't have the experience or, you know, you don't really know what you're doing because it teaches you. And I've learned a lot of those lessons. Like now I can say that my business is at a point to where the families that I care for, they respect my business. They respect my rules. Like everything runs smoothly. So now I'm just trying to get to the point to where everything runs smoothly without me being there. Um, yep, those are my business goals. Like I plan on hitting those business goals by the end of the year. And I'm excited about it. You know, like I'm excited about seeing what role I will play outside of my business. But yeah, that's it.